Heavenly Father, Lord, today we come before you and we come in the name of Jesus. We're thankful, God, for the great blessing and the privilege tonight as we've heard these testimonies from these wonderful people. But God, I'm thankful most of all, Father, that we cannot have a testimony not even of a new day without, God, you being prevalent in it and blessing us with it. Thank you, God, tonight for the privilege you give us to come together one more meeting, one more time, one more opportunity, God, to lift up hands of praise and thanksgiving, God, into your goodness and your glory. Father, may you be praised tonight in some small way. For, God, we come tonight and we pray and we ask it all in a name that's above all names. Tonight, Father, we come and we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. If you have your Bibles with you tonight, I ask you to turn with me to the Old Testament book of Isaiah. The Old Testament book of Isaiah. I'm going to be in chapter 25. Beginning in verse 1, the words say, O Lord, Thou art my God, I will exalt Thee, I will praise Thee, Thy name, for Thou hast done wonderful things, Thy counsels of old are faithfulness and truth. Wow, what a more fitting opening verse. O Lord, Thou art my God. I want to stop there for a moment. The first few words of the first verse of the 25th chapter of Isaiah. You know, first to have a relationship with God, we have to know God. And what I mean by knowing God, I don't know anyone in here or anyone of any age almost that could not spell the name of God until you really start searching and seeking in your life about all the things and all the blessings and all the gifts that God has poured out in each of us. The word mighty comes to mind. The word powerful comes to mind. The word omnipotent comes to mind. Righteous surely comes as one of those to my mind. But when we read from these words from the prophet Isaiah, it says, I will exalt thee, I will praise thy name, for thou hast done wonderful things. Thy counsels of old are faithfulness and truth. You know, if there's one thing in the life that I live each day, it always seems in my workplace that we're always trying to update or improve everything that we work on in the computer world today. We're always wanting to come out with one more better computer, one more better network, one more better television, one more better radio. We want to go farther in the universe in our spaceships. We want to always do one thing better than we used to do. Sometimes when you watch the Olympics, they always time most of the events. And what they're looking for sometimes is just one one one-hundredth of a second faster time than what was previously recorded. Do you realize how fast and how much time one one one-hundredth of a second is? You don't because I can't understand it either. It's so fast that you can't start and stop a stopwatch and measure it. But yet, that is how many records are won and lost. What I'm saying is this. It seems like we're always wanting to do things higher. We want to jump higher. We want to live longer. We want to do all these things in our life that we feel like that no one has ever done that equaled anything that we have done. But you know, I want you to understand another side of that thought tonight. I want you to understand tonight that the Lord Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. You see, we serve a God that is unchanging. 
We serve a God that does not need to be updated. We serve a God that has given us His living Word that does not need to have the words rewritten because they're out of text. We serve a God tonight that is able to do abundantly above all we can ever ask or think or imagine. We all know that from the words of God. But the prophet Isaiah gives us a deep thought in this, and I want to share it with you. He says, For thou hast done wonderful things, thy counsels of old are faithfulness and truth. Now I want you to listen for just a moment. Faithfulness and truth. Faithfulness and truth. Just two words. How often today do you hear those two words when you turn on your 6 o'clock news? Faithfulness and truth. How often do you hear those words whenever you're with someone uh, many times that are going through a valley and a trial? Not very often. How many times do you hear those words when you're out in the public, maybe at a restaurant or a special place with some friends or maybe some of your family? Not very often. I didn't say never. I said not very often. Faithfulness and truth. You see, they go together because they're both given to you and I, beloved, from God. It says in verse 2, For thou hast made of a city an heap of a defense city, a ruin, a palace of strangers to be no city. It shall never be built. That's verse 2. What's he saying there? You see, what we're talking about, beloved, tonight from the, the pen of the prophet Isaiah is this, that we need to always understand that God's judgments are always true. God's judgments are always true. I had a lady that shared with me today at work a question, and she said, do you ever understand why people get so busy during the time of the Christmas season buying gifts? I said, well, I think I understand why they do, but I'm not quite sure of the full understanding of how the purpose lines up as far as whether or not it has the meaning that we invest in it. And she said, I know what you're saying, but she said, you know, this time of year, she said, we have problems getting on the highways and because the cars and the traffic are so high, and we have problems with all the things we do. We go into the simple grocery store to, to buy a loaf of bread and a jar of peanut butter, and we have to wait in the line three times longer than it was just a month ago. She said, why does the world seem to change during this time of year? And I said, well, I don't know that the world really is changing during this time of year, I share with her. I believe what happens is there's a change and a transformation in the hearts of many people in this world. And when I shared that with her, she got in thought just a moment, and she paused, and she said, let me let that sink in if I possibly can. And so I just paused a moment, and I asked her, I said, let's just do this. Let's just take a moment, and let's join hands, and let's just pray. And she said, here? And I said, now. And so right there in the hallway at work, we prayed. It was a short prayer, but I'll assure you God heard that prayer. Because within a matter of 10 to 15 minutes, I got a phone call from her, and she was weeping and she was crying pretty intently. 
And she said, I've never had anyone that would take a moment and pray with me like you did today. I want to thank you for that. And you know, I share that with you today, not because I did anything right, but because God spoke to her heart through the prayer. Amen? And I'm thankful for that, just as God can speak to our hearts through a testimony as He has done here on many occasions tonight. If we look at verse 3, the prophet Isaiah goes into the meat of this message. He says, Therefore shall the strong people glorify thee, the city of the terrible nations shall fear thee. What do we have there? The same thing in this text that we have in our world tonight. We have a division, do we not? We have a great division. You see, there's people, beloved, in this world tonight that do not even believe there is a God that we serve or worship. There's people in this world tonight that devote their whole life to doing great and wonderful things because of their being a God in heaven, except what they're trying to do is to please Him and find a pathway unto heaven, which the Word of God says that no man can purchase her own. And there's those as well, which I much mention, that have a heart for God that desire only to seek and to serve God with the best of their means. You know, so many times I'd rather see someone hold a door open for someone that's disabled going into a building or to a restaurant than I would ever like seeing someone get out of a brand new automobile and never turn and pay attention. Turn or pay attention. I think so many times we have lost the trait of understanding what it is really like to have a heart for God. You know, the Word gives us many testimonies of people in the, in the Old Testament and the New Testament that surely the disciples as having a heart for God. They wanted to serve God. They wanted to allow God to have full right of way in their life. But if it's one thing that wanes away, beloved, and seems to weaken each year, of each of our adult lives and in the chaos of this world is the fact that always people seem to be less and less and less caring of other people's needs. And I say that tonight with regret because if there's one thing in this world tonight that would change this world, it would be someone having a heart to care for someone else. You see, that's what I want to center on tonight is have you prepared your heart for Christmas? Have you prepared your heart for Christmas? The message surely tonight, it could speak of Christmas. This is surely not a message just about Christmas, but it's a message about every day of the year in each of our lives as a believer us having the desire in our heart to serve others. Jesus Christ said in His own words that He came into this world not as a master, but He came into this world as a servant unto the Most High God. He came choosing and desiring to serve others and to help others have a good life and help others have a life that would be pleasing to His Father God. You know, in life these days, I meet very few people 
and with regret, I must say it, I meet very few people that desire to really make sure that other people's lives are better than their own. You know what we call that is being selfless. Being selfless. Someone that desires for someone else to, to if you will, be in the limelight or, or be lifted up and as well they're comfortable surely sitting back uh, in the shadows in the corner. But what brings them joy and what brings them peace is the same thing that God wants for us in our life. And that's for us to always know that we should be one that is willing to do what is needed so that we serve God first and in serving God, we're able to serve others. You know, in serving other people, as this text declares, it says, Therefore shall the strong people glorify thee, the city of the terrible nations shall fear thee. Now, what he's speaking there again is the division of the world. How things are divided up. You'll have those that will glorify God, just as you do in this place tonight. And you'll have also there people in these terrible nations it speaks of that shall uh, fear thee because of their wrath against God. Their inward desire to have nothing at all to do with the glory and the grace and the love of Christ. They're happy being content in their own self and their own needs and their own desires. Verse 4 says, For thou hast been a strength to the poor, a strength to the needy in his distress, a refuge from the storm, a shadow from the heat, when the blast of the terrible ones is as a storm against the wall. Now, if you go back in your word, and you'll look at these words. It speaks again here of several uh, adjectives that describe how different people in this time that we live today will live their life. It says, For thou hast been a strength to the poor, a strength to the needy in his distress, it says, a refuge from the storm. You know, beloved, if there's one thing in life that we find that very few people have anymore is a refuge from the world. A refuge from the world. And you know, I think many times that's truly what we have in our lives today is many times we never take the time to get to know one another. Many times we're satisfied just seeing in the passing, almost like two ships passing in the night. We're satisfied that we know if someone walking and smiling and, and seems to be chipper and happy that they're doing okay. But we never know until we get to know that person how much hurt and how much turmoil and how much hatred really lives inside, do we? You see, there's not a one of us, beloved, in this place. There's not a one of us in this world that is a perfect person. You see, we are all born into sin. We are all created in sin. But not initially by God, for we were created perfect in the eyes of God in the image of an almighty and a righteous God. And sin crept in. And you see, I think that's what Isaiah wants us to understand here he says in verse 5, it says, Thou shalt bring down the noise of strangers as the heat in a dry place, even the heat that with the shadow of a cloud, the branch of the terrible ones shall be brought low. Once again, judgment. 
Once again, we're talking about here the judgments of God which are true, which are just. In our lives every day, we have to make decisions that always bear consequences. And that's true for every one of you to hear my voice tonight. We make consequences in everything that we say and we do because we make decisions and we have judgments in our lives. You know, so many times I think we want to know whether or not God is in control of our life, beloved, and yet at the same time we always want to make the decision to do and never bring God into the picture. We always seem like we can handle and we can do things on our own, in our own strength, in our own might, in our own power. And yet, as a believer, we know that we serve a righteous and a mighty God that sits there and waits. Waits for us to call His name. Just waits for us to call His name. Some years ago, there was a song written. I don't remember the name of the song, nor do I remember any of the words, many. But I do remember it went something like this. Each day when I came home, I waited for you. Each night when I laid my head down and rested, I waited for you. Each new morning I arose early and I listened and I waited for you. Each day that you live, I want you to know how much I love you. Each new day, I still am waiting to hear from you. But what I want you to understand is this. That song was about God waiting on to hear from His people. It wasn't about the people waiting to hear from God. It was about God waiting to hear from His people. He waited. And in the morning, He again waited. And in the evening, as He prepared to rest, He waited. Every one of us, every day, we need to have a deep and a profound personal relationship with our Lord and our God. And every one of us, no matter what's going on in our life, whether or not we're on the top of the mountain or in the deepest valley, God stands ready and waiting to bless us and to provide us the grace that He desires for us to have manifested in each of our own lives. Some years ago, and I close with this, I had a dream. And I still call it a dream. I've shared it with some people and they call it a vision, but I call it a dream still. One night, I worked late and I came home late. My wife and my daughter were already in bed asleep, and I was thankful once I checked on them that they were safe and in their beds. I went into the front part of the house to the area where the couch was, and I got on my knees before the couch, and I buried my elbows into the seat cushion. And I thank God for letting me arrive home safe because I'd been out of town. And you know, as I knelt there and I prayed, I began praying earnestly and I began sobbing and I just began thanking God for all the little blessings in my life. And you know, it, I don't know how much time actually went by, but the next thing that I knew, I, I woke up and 
I don't know how long I'd been asleep or been in prayer because I'd obviously fell asleep from being so tired. And you know, as I woke up, I stood up and I couldn't help but raise my hands up. And I looked up to the dark ceiling in our house and I said, God, my God, thank you for this day. And you know, the most wonderful and the most profound thing happened. I can believe with all my heart that I heard from God. And I heard God say, Thank you for loving me. Thank you for loving me. That's all I heard. It wasn't but just a minute. I stood up again, still hands raised up still reaching towards the heavens. And I said, God, if nobody in this world ever believes or understands anything that I share with them about this particular night, God, I know it's been good to have communion with you. I leave you there with that tonight as a thought. I leave you with this Scripture tonight for your thoughts. I think every one of us, we need each day to take inventory of our relationship with God. I'm not saying by any measure of anybody to be judged in a different way. I'm not judging anyone. Surely I would start with myself. But what I want you to understand is this. Just like the prophet Isaiah gives us out of this chapter 25, every one of us in this room tonight, we need that closeness and we need that intimate relationship that only the Lord Jesus Christ can provide to us. Father, we're so grateful and we're so thankful for your hands of grace and peace. Father, we're thankful for your love and we're thankful for the presence of the Holy Spirit, God, that we have felt in this place. Lord, I pray a very special prayer tonight, Lord, as we go around this room. Lord, I pray for each and every one that's in attendance here tonight. I pray for this dear lady, God, that you would touch and bless her. I thank you for her testimony. I thank you for her love for you and all the years of life, God, that you've brought her through and you've blessed her. God, may you be praised is my prayer. Father, I pray for this dear lady that you would touch and bless her, Lord. I pray you would touch and bless her family, minister to her. Father, meet her needs in a very special and a very anointed way. Lord, I pray for this dear sister that you would touch her. I pray, God, you would lift and encourage her. I pray, God, you continue to sustain and bless her health. Touch her head to feet, Lord. Lord, I pray for my dear sister. I pray that you would touch her, Father. I pray, God, that you would just lift and encourage. I pray, God, you would strengthen her. I thank you for her wonderful life. I thank you for her love, God, that is shown each day. Every time I'm in contact with her and meet her, Father, I see her smile, and I know in her heart who lives. Thank you, Lord, for such a blessing. Father, we're thankful each day of our life with all the blessings that you provide us. Lord, I would ask you to continue to bless each one of us in a very special way. Lord, help us and lead us and guide us, Father, to do your work and do your will. Help us, Lord, to be strong and let us be steadfast. And, Father, let us always be true and let us always have a heart of thanksgiving, Lord. 
I ask the blessings upon this dear friend, this treasure lady, in Jesus' name. Pray for my dear brother, Lord, tonight that you would touch him. I pray you would minister to him, meet his needs, Lord, in a special way. I pray for his family, his wife, his home, his children, his grandchildren, his relatives. I pray, God, you'd minister to him for his faithfulness unto you and his family. And, God, most of all, just let him always feel your ever-present grace. I ask it in Jesus' name. Pray for my dear brother, Lord, you would touch him. I pray, God, you'd lift him and encourage him. I pray, God, that you would help him touch his health, his mind, his spirit. Just let him feel your grace, Lord, all around his life. I ask and pray in Jesus' name. I pray for this dear lady, Lord, tonight that you would touch her. I pray, God, you would minister to her. I pray, God, you'd meet the needs that she has tonight in her life so that you may be praised and glorified. I ask in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray for this dear sister that you would touch and bless her, Lord, lift her, guide her, encourage her. God, I pray whatever the needs that she has in her life tonight, God, that you would minister to those needs, provide those needs, and provide those answers, God. I ask and I praise you, Father, in Jesus' name. I pray you, God, that you would bless this dear sister, Father. I pray you would lift and encourage her. Pray, God, that you pour out your grace of strength and might and grace upon her. Thank you for her faithfulness, Lord, unto you. Thank you for her faith as she calls upon you, Father, each day of her life. May you bless every breath she breathes, God, as she goes forward, Father, to declare your truth and your love. I ask it, Father, tonight in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray for this dear lady tonight, God, that you would pour out your strength and blessings. I pray, God, your grace and your profound truth will be steadfast in her lips and her tongue. I thank you, God, for her life so well lived before so many each day. And, God, may your grace and your love, God, be just profound in every part of her life. And we'll give you praise in Jesus' name. I thank you, God, tonight for answering prayer in this life. I thank you, God, for your love and your peace and your grace and all that you continue to manifest in this precious soul. Oh, Lord, we love you tonight, and we thank you for loving us first. We thank you for blessing us, God. We thank you for keeping your hands upon us. But we ask you, God, just to continue to minister to this precious, precious woman of God. And I ask it tonight, Father, in Jesus' name. I pray for this dear sister, God, tonight that you would touch her. I pray, God, that you would minister to her in a mighty way. I thank you, God, for what you've already done in her life and what you continue to do as she continues to serve you, Father, with her life and her deeds. Have your will and your way in her life, God. And may she just receive the great blessings, God, that you have for her this day. I pray for her dear husband, God, that you would touch him. I thank you, God, for answering the prayer, all the things that you've done in his life. I thank you for the healing touch, the healing hands of a righteous and a mighty God that has been upon him. Thank you, Lord, again for answering the prayer. Thank you, God, most of all for being so faithful, Father. Thank you, Lord, for allowing his faithful heart and his spirit, God, to just be profound. Thank you, God, for just allowing your grace and your truth to be steadfast in his lips and the life that he lives before others, I ask in Jesus' name. Father, I would ask you to bless my dear brother, Lord, tonight. I pray you would touch and bless him. pray, God, that you would minister to him in a special and an anointed way. I thank you for his life. I thank you for his love, God. I thank you for the truth that you have in each of our lives. But, God, I pray most of all tonight, God, you just pour out your strength upon his meekness and his faithfulness, God, that he has shown and declared before many, his family, his wife, his children, all this many years of his life. I thank you for that, God, tonight and what you do in him and through him and how you continue to bless him for his faithfulness, God, unto you. 
I ask in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray for this dear sister, God, tonight that you would touch her. Pray, God, you would bless her and encourage her. God, I pray you would lift her. I pray, God, that you would just allow the faithfulness, God, of her life and her servanthood as she goes to declare and share with others, God, and her family, God, her children, her grandchildren, Father, and her sisters and all her relatives, God. I just pray today, God, that we always know and we can stand in knowing that, Father, you surely have been good to us. Thank you, God, again for answering prayer in her life in many, many, many ways. Thank you, God, for allowing her to be a dear friend and a dear sister of Christ. Thank you, Lord, for answering prayer in her life as you do our own. I ask in Jesus' name. I pray, God, for my dear sister, Lord, that you would touch her and you would bless her, Father. I pray, God, that you would pour out your strength and your grace upon her in a mighty way. I pray your blessings upon her precious husband and her family, her sons and daughters and daughter-in-laws and all those associated with her father and call her mom i just pray god that you would bless them thank you lord for her faithfulness to this ministry and all that she does thank you lord for her faithfulness as a child of god and her desire god to serve you with her whole heart i ask your blessings god to be upon each and every one father that's here this day and each day god and may father you be praised and glorified is tonight my deepest prayer we love you tonight, Lord, and we thank you for loving us. We thank you for blessing us, leading us, and guiding us, Father. And we give you the praise and the glory, God, for all things. For we ask it all tonight, and we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. This concludes tonight's live worship service. We pray that by the power of the Holy Spirit, each one listening has been blessed through the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. We invite you to join us back again next week for another live outreach worship service as we together continue praising Jesus Christ. Those tonight who have made decisions to follow Christ, desiring additional biblical resources, or anyone with special prayer concerns are personally invited to visit the Praising Jesus ministry website. The web address is www.praisingjesus.org. That address again is www.praisingjesus.org. We want to thank each of you tonight for listening. We invite you back again next week as together we seek God to guide, mold, and speak to our hearts and lives through the power of the Holy Spirit. Good night and may God bless each of you is my prayer.